Yo, what up? It's Chuck. Uh, welcome to another episode of What It Looked Like. Uh, so, been off the mic for a while. Some shit's happened. Uh, we got the whole Jason Whitlock, LeVar Ball, then Jason Whitlock, LeBron James. Uh, bullshit. And this fat, fat fucking asshole, Jason Whitlock. Uh, shitty sports writer. Um, shitty television personality. Uh, just a shitty person in general. Uh, so let's, let's get into that first. Um, so this fat fuck. Uh, and, and this is weeks ago. So, I'm just gonna wrap this up. Uh, basically, LeVar Ball is some female, uh, sports reporter or sports journalist or whatever. Uh, get into it on television. Uh, because he was on Colin Cowherd's show. Colin Cowherd show. Uh, on Fox Sports 1. Who, I, I'm not a big fan of Colin Cowherd either. I think he's kind of just a shitty sports guy himself. But anyway, LeVar Ball was on there. And uh, this lady, Christian Leahy, is on the show. And basically, LeVar Ball told her to stand in lane and he didn't want to talk to her. Because uh, she had previously said some shit. Uh, which I understandably made the man upset. That's one thing to criticize him over his fucking uh, big ball of brand shoes and his fucking outrageous personality I've criticized him myself uh, about that dumb shit um, his shoes are ugly and they're fucking overpriced uh, I do think it's a good idea I mean independence is always a good idea but I don't necessarily think the product that he's putting out is worth the amount of money he's asking that's what I have a disagreement with uh, his personality is his personality he's just a boisterous outlandish fucking cartoon character of a, of, a, of a person you know it is what it is I don't feel one way or the other about LeVar Ball I don't hate him I don't necessarily like him I don't really know him I don't really care about him uh I'm you know I'm a Lakers fan I know his son's probably gonna get drafted by the Lakers and I hope he can ball I haven't watched anything I didn't watch him play any at UCLA um you know uh, to me, the, the only part about this that even fucking matters is what his kid does. Uh, but anyway, Christian Leahy uh, basically said that uh, LeVar Ball is bad for his son Lonzo. And that when they're in interviews together, Lonzo barely speaks because he's afraid of his father. Um, now, as a man, I can understand how that's insulting. I'm not a dad. I don't really know, but I could imagine that that's very offensive to a father, especially one who has raised three relatively successful, decent kids. I mean, you don't hear anything about them getting in trouble in the news. Uh, all three of his kids, uh, Alonzo, LaBello, and Leangelo, Leangelo, or whatever, they all seem to be doing well uh, basketball-wise. Uh, they've getting, They've gotten notoriety. Uh, for their skills on the court and for Lonzo's fucking weird ass attitude off the court. Uh, two points, averaging two points a game in college. I don't know what he was teaching them. But anyway, um, so him and his lady get into an argument and, uh, she says that Lonzo was threatening to her and she didn't, you know, she comes out, she didn't feel comfortable. And then all of a sudden we have to have the discussion and I'm getting tired of all these fucking discussions. All right. We don't always have to have a discussion. Motherfuckers don't like each other just because you don't like somebody or you don't agree with them. Doesn't mean that we have to have some fucking all encompassing societal discussion about race relations or men, women dynamics or, or any of that other shit. These motherfuckers just don't like each other. They shouldn't have been in a room together. Alright? And and the fact that either one of them is talking about feeling threatened or whatever. You're in a fucking television station. There's no way you feel threatened in that in that type of way. 
Like, he didn't come in there waving the gun. He told you to stay in your lane. You tried to play the victim role. Then you say some shit, and he says some shit. It's just, it's just what it is. And Colin Conrad sat his punk ass up there and didn't say shit. Like, if somebody was going to step up and say something, it should have been then. It shouldn't be fucking days after on another show so that you can drag this bullshit out. And that's where we get the fucking fat-ass Jason Whitlock and his cooning ass. All right? And I'm reluctant to call people coons. Uh, this is, I don't really know what's in somebody's heart, but I've seen enough from Jason Whitlock to know he's a fucking coon. Um, so he gets on another show. And he decides to speak out and stand up for his co-worker, which I don't have a problem with. I, I get that. You know, you're a media personality. You don't want to set that precedent that people can come on your TV, on your show, on your networks, and just fucking blatantly disrespect you or your co-host. I 100% understand that. Uh, but for him to bring race into it, because he's like, well... You know, this is a difficult subject for white people to handle. No, it's not. Okay? It's not a difficult subject for white people to handle. Why? If, if white people don't want to handle it, it's because they don't have the balls to stand by their fucking words or their thoughts. Okay? Stand by what you fucking say. Alright? Um, and, and, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a line. But it was one of his fat ass shit in the cross. All right. Um, this is dumb. All right. He came off dumb. Uh, Charlemagne the God. Uh, and I believe Michael Eric Dyson already addressed this. Uh, his, his fuckery uh, at that point. And, you know, then he wants to, oh, well, we need to come together and, you know, he, he wants to be, now all of a sudden he wants to be uh, the black man who uh, speaks up, eases into into racial discussions. Uh, and then, I don't know, a couple weeks later, uh, NBA playoffs, somebody spray paints LeBron James' home in L.A. and Brentwood, which is hilarious because now Brentwood is back in the news. Uh, you're young. You probably don't know, but Brentwood is where OJ uh, lived when he killed his wife, uh, they uh, ex-wife or whatever, at the Brentwood estate. Uh, not the same house, same neighborhood. And OJ is about to come up for parole. It, it's fucking weird how all this shit is just circling around. Um, anyway, uh, LeBron has a home in Brentwood, California. Uh and somebody spray painted nigga on his garage. Now, uh, him nor his family were there. Uh, I would assume there was no real danger for them. Uh, but here comes uh, Coon Whitlock uh, here to cape up, you know, and say that you know for LeBron there is no racism because he's rich and he separated himself from it. Well, first of all. Spray paint nigga on somebody's fucking front, on somebody's home, is a racist act. Alright, it's not just regular vandalism. Well, it is regular vandalism. But, it has a racial element to it. It's racism. Now, is it lynching somebody? Is it dragging somebody out and beating them to death? Uh, I find LeBron's bringing up uh, Emmett Till and his mother a little bit fucking far-fetched. Somebody spray painted something. Somebody spray painted a racial slur on your fucking house. They didn't drag your kid out of the fucking, out of the home, uh, beat him to death, shoot him, hang him, do all this shit. Um, so yeah, I I would understand somebody telling LeBron, hey, chill on the fucking analogy. It's not even in the same ballpark of situation. It was a racial event. It's racism. Uh, it touches everybody at, at some point in time. Um, but, you know, a little perspective is needed. But for Jason Whitlock to come out of his face and say that uh, that it was merely disrespectful, a disrespectful inconvenience, uh, and that 
people like LeBron James, people, well-to-do people. He even, uh, Dana mentioned himself in, in this, uh, about how he's going to hand his keys and, and go to his fourth floor uh, uh, apartment and, and you know, he has a good life. I guarantee you he's not walking up the stairs to that fourth floor apartment with his fat ass. Um, and just because you have a good and some other black people have a good does not mean racism does not exist for them. Um, him being a sports reporter, I would think that he would remember it wasn't that long ago that Thabo Cephalosha, uh, I believe he plays powerful. I think he's a powerful with center in the NBA. Uh, got his leg broken by the cops uh, for trying to break up a fight outside of a club. Uh, it was a gross case of police negligence and excessive force. Uh, and people would be like, well, yeah, that's bad policing. That's not racism. Well, he happened to be there with another white NBA player. And a white NBA player was detained and let go. He never got arrested. He didn't get tackled to the ground. And they were both doing basically the same thing at the same time in the same place, dealing with the same cops. But only Thabo Cephalosha, who is black, but he's a Swiss citizen. <laughs> so he's not even really uh, American black, black as we think of black. Um, but yeah, the uh, courts decided that it was a gross case of racial profiling. Um, and excessive force and just shitty all around police work and being uh, human uh, for the cops involved. And they awarded that man $4 million. Now he lost a fucking uh, a season of basketball because they broke his fucking leg. Um, and then uh, New York Police Department again comes in and tackles James Blake in case of mistaken identity because they thought James Blake world famous tennis player was a drug dealer or a thief or something some dumb shit um now I would think fat ass Jason Whitlock having such a long career in sports journalism would know these things uh both of these black men uh I believe both of them college educated uh both of them very successful in their sports they've made money uh, they're not LeBron James rich, but they're doing all right. They're definitely, they probably have more money than fat ass Jason Whitlock. All right. Cause I know that motherfucker is spending all his money on fucking buckets of chicken and diet Cokes. Cause he looks like the type of fat fuck that would order some shit like that, uh, for himself. That extra, extra mashed potatoes. The motherfucker look like he, he eats a lot of fucking watercress and mayonnaise sandwiches. That's all I'm saying. Um, I don't even know what the fuck watercress is. Anyway, uh, having being in the sports world, you would think that he would know this. Uh, when he got into it with uh, with Chris Broussard, and Chris Broussard brought up Dr. Henry Louis Gates, he didn't have anything to say about that. And then he starts to get in. Well, I get to speculate. I get to think, no, you don't get to fucking speculate, you fat fuck. You're on television. All right? You're supposed to be a fucking journalist. When somebody brings you facts, you can't just fucking uh, dispute their facts with fucking speculation. All right? Racism does not end because you have fucking money. All right? Now, I pray to God nothing happens to anybody. I don't ever wish harm on anybody. I don't wish death on anybody. But I wish somebody would let this fat fuck know. (laughs) That, hey... You can sit up there, you can coon, you can tap dance, you can shuffle, you can welcome to the WB, all you like on fucking television. It still does not negate the fact that your fat ass is black, and that your fat ass, no matter how successful you are, can still experience racism and its negative effects, okay? Somebody doesn't always have to take, uh, take an opportunity like you say. Somebody denying you an opportunity because of race. The, the fact that you believe spray painting nigga on somebody's house is a minor inconvenience because it can be cleaned up and nobody got hurt and that's not real racism. It's that casual shit that allows the larger shit to happen. Alright? 
one of my favorite pictures, and I shouldn't say favorite. Uh, one of the pictures I always look at as an example of how shitty society is is this picture of two black dudes getting hung, and this whole town out to see it, and there's this dude with this glassy, crazy-ass eyed look looking directly into the camera and pointing at the dead bodies or, or, the, or, the, or, the, hang, or the lynching lynching victims, the two lynch dudes. My problem is not with that guy. My problem is not with the guy who dragged those men out of their homes. My problem is not with the guys who, 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 who supplied the rope or pulled them up there or beat them or did whatever they did to torture them. Okay, they're pieces of shit, but I know where they stand. My problem is with the fucking hundred or so onlookers who probably didn't say shit while it was happening. Those are the Jason Whitlocks of the world. Cool excuse and cajole and whatever because they don't want to rock the boat. They don't want to become part of that society. They're scared. That's where society fucking fails. Is the people who are ambivalent who don't give a shit about uh, about what's right because it may inconvenience them or put them in fucking danger. Because I guarantee you, the people who actually wanted to lynch those dudes, the people who actually are racist, who actually have a problem with black people, who want to see this uh, this 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 racial genocide and all this other shit. That's the people I have a fucking problem with, all right? And I've never been that type of person, all right? Right is right, wrong is wrong. If I see somebody getting jumped, I step in. I've always tried to stop fights in public, between family. Look, if it's one-on-one, shoot the fair one, have it, have at it. But I'm not going to sit up here and let somebody get stomped out in the fucking head or kicked in the street. I'm definitely not going to stand there silently while somebody's getting fucking uh, uh, roped out around their neck and fucking hung. Right, and this is not one of those situations where I'd be like, "Well, you know, you never been in that." Now I've been in plenty. Of I've never been in a situation where somebody's getting lynched, but yeah, I've been that person that steps up in a fucking club in a fight, or a step between two dudes who want to go at it. I stopped a girl from getting her ass beat while I was in college. Right, and it's none of my business. I get it. It's a private affair, or whatever. But if it's in my face and I see some bad shit finna happen. You step up and you fucking say something. At the very least, you say something. But it's fat ass fucks like Jason Whitlock. Who come out and be like, oh, that's not a big deal. No, it's not a big deal. It becomes a big deal. Alright, motherfuckers don't start off. Hitler didn't start off with the fucking gas chambers. He started off talking. Alright, and because nobody had the balls to step up and say, shut the fuck up, you funny mustache wearing fuck, it, then it, it became a larger fucking problem, alright? I'm not with that shit. Jason Whitlock's fat ass needs to, needs to, needs to grow the fuck up. Alright, do a sit up, do some push ups, alright? Do something, alright? I'm, I'm sure he, he, Thinks he has no balls because he probably hasn't seen him in the last 10 years with his fat ass. Fuck that fat fuck. Um, yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. And, and the fact that I, I just felt the need to come out and say this. And this isn't, like I said, this isn't a, a racial thing. This is right and wrong. And he's just fucking wrong. Alright, now I don't want him to get fired. I'm not calling for any kind of boycotts. Just saying ignore the fuck out of him. Alright, when you see him on TV, turn that shit off. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck his opinions. Fuck his shitty thoughts. Fuck his fedora. Fuck his fat ass. Just fuck him. Uh, I don't like this man. And I've never liked him. I didn't like what he had to say when uh when that dude uh, from the Kansas City Chiefs killed himself in the parking lot. He had some slick shit to say out of his fucking mouth. Alright, fuck Jason Whitlock's fat ass. Fuck him. Um, and I'm not going to spend any more time on that fat fuck. I'm going to go on to a slightly more recent incident. Uh, a lot of racial shit in the news. 
which I don't, I don't fucking like. Why are we sensationalizing this shit? Um, Bill Maher. Uh, I, I don't even know. Is Jewish white? Because he's half Jewish. I know his mom's Jewish, which makes him a Jew. Because I believe that's the way it works. If your mom's a Jew, you're a Jew. I, uh, ethnically, religiously, I know he's not practicing. He's an atheist. I don't know if you would call him an ethnic Jew. I have no idea. He's half Jewish. White. He's a white guy. Let's just put it that. We'll make it easy. He's a fucking white guy. Um, comedian. I'm a longtime fan. I've watched Bill Maher since he had a show Politically Incorrect on fucking ABC. Because uh, he used to come on right before Capital Critics. And I like that fucking show too. Puppet show about politics. It was, it was pretty goddamn funny. Um, anyway. Um, Bill Maher said the word nigga on this show. Now, uh, he had this Republican senator, uh, Ben Sass from Nebraska, I believe. Um, and Ben Sass said, we love to have you out. Why don't you come work in the fields? And Bill Maher just got this smirk on his face. Then you can see this is immediately what popped into his head. It was a slavery joke. He said, uh, work in the fields. No, sir, I'm a house nigga. Um, and the audience groaned, and a couple people laughed. It was a kind of an uncomfortable laugh. Um, it was kind of a shitty joke. Uh, I knew what he was going for. I didn't think it was all that funny. Um, but he swung and he missed. And, uh,. Everybody just kind of shitted on this man. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Bill Maher is a secret racist. They got a uh, bad interaction between him and Wayne Brady. Uh, now, we've been calling Wayne Brady a sellout of this nigga for a long time until that fucking Chappelle show uh, skit. But apparently, uh, Bill at one point said something uh, about Wayne Brady's degree of blackness and Wayne Brady felt a certain kind of way about it. Uh, and he got on with Mark Lamont Hill. He did an interview with Mark Lamont Hill. And it was actually pretty interesting um, to see how these interactions between fucking celebrities work because they're really just fucking people and you get to see that side. Um, I actually gained some respect from Wayne Brady. Uh, well, I, I shouldn't say gain some. Uh, I saw a side of Wayne Brady that I really think didn't know that was there. He seems like a cool dude. Anyway, um, so, I mean, look, Bill Maher's a political comedian. He's uh, always pushed the edge uh, racially. He's always, you know, he's he's one of the few people, one of the few white people who would just say whatever the fuck he thinks. If he thinks you're wrong, he doesn't really give a fuck about the cultural thing. Uh, you know, there's cultural sensitivities and whatnot, but, you know, he says some shit about uh, Muslims and Islam. He says some shit about uh, certain shit women do. He's talked about uh, Hispanic. Like, he's he's always been that guy that rides the line and, and kind of offends people. And he, and he talks shit about uh, white people all the fucking time. Um... Uh, so I'm not saying this to defend him. I'm saying this to kind of give some context to who this fucking guy is. Um, do I like the fact that he said the word nigga? No, but I'm more offended by the fact that the joke wasn't funny. Like it didn't hit. And and that's the real problem. Is because if the joke was funny, people would have fucking, they would have just let it go. But because the joke's not funny and is a racial element to it. And I can see how some people felt offended by it. But really, it's just a bunch of people on social media trying to fucking, uh, trying to get brownie points. Trying to show how woke they are. And everybody knows how I feel about woke motherfuckers. I hate woke motherfuckers. Um, yeah, it's, it's fake outrage. It's fake bullshit. And the thing that really pissed me off is they tried to get him fired. 
Now, I'm all for people being offended. I don't really give a shit if you're offended. I can't tell you what to be offended by. I'm not telling you not to be offended. I'm not telling you shouldn't be offended. Okay? Um, what I'm saying is... Eh. I mean... Like I'm, I'm like before I said, like before I said I don't like Jason Woodlock. I hate everything he fucking says, everything he does. I don't want him to get fired, not because of that. I don't want him to get fired because I disagree with him. I want him to get fired because he's shitty at his job. Uh, Bill Maher is not shitty at his job. He's done a he's done a good job. He told a bad joke. All right. Uh, And, you know, Killer Mike stepped out there and, you know, he said we got bigger fish to fry and all. So, yeah, we do. We do. Uh, the whole banking black, uh, buying black, black this, black that. I, I get it. Um, yeah, that's super important. Uh, but we can do two things at a time. I mean, if people really feel that kind of way about Bill Maher, if they really think Bill Maher is that fucking important. Which I don't. And I'm a fan. Like I said, I watch it. But not all the goddamn time. Like, what Bill Maher says doesn't really affect my life. Uh, you know, people always... We, we had this thing where... We feel like... Uh, well, uh, uh, case in point, I'll say... I'll talk about Angela Rye. Angela Rye. I love Angela Rye. Angela Rye is beautiful. She's educated. Uh, she speaks of mine like 99% of the time I agree with her um, but she says some shit about our history needs to be revered and all this other shit our history does not need to be fucking revered alright our history is shared and we need to realize that that there's no black history why is just history it's just what happened and the context the proper context that it, that it happened in no people need to be fucking revered okay our struggle is our struggle, and we respect that, and other people should respect the struggle. But revered, that I have a, that word to me is a problem because what makes any group so special that they're beyond criticism or derision or beyond a joke? Nobody's beyond that, All right? There are no fucking, there are no kings among men anymore. Okay, we're all human. We all eat shit, piss. We want to fuck. We 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 have our vices. We do whatever the fuck we do. Nobody deserves to be fucking revered. All right, he told a joke. It didn't hit. It wasn't funny. He apologized, which I don't think he should have. That's the part that I'm offended by. I'm offended by the apology because I know he don't fucking mean it. None of these fucking, nobody means any of these fucking apologies. That's another thing. The whole Kathy Griffin thing with holding up a bloody mask of Trump. Uh, it was a dumb fucking move. It wasn't funny. There was no context to it because it's just a fucking picture. I know it's supposed to be like ISIS and sort of pop culture with the Stepford Wife thing. And, and, and the, the other thing is the mask was shitty. It was covered in ketchup. It didn't look graphic. It didn't look stylized. It looked like she so she was like, oh, I got a Trump mask. I got some ketchup. Hey, this would be funny. And it just wasn't. And then she got on Facebook or Twitter or whatever the fuck she got on. And she apologized. And then the controversy got worse. And CNN kicked off the fucking New Year special. Which I don't fucking care because I never watched it. Uh, once again, I don't think she should have been fired over it. Uh... She definitely should have lost some comedy gigs because that proved that she is not fucking funny. Uh, this shit wasn't funny, and that's what she needs to work on. Like, you know, go back to the lab, come back with some stronger material. Because all she had to do was put out a 15 minute video of her telling some really, really fucking funny jokes, and she'll be back. You know, she might not get on CNN. Which why the fuck does CNN have a goddamn New Year's Eve special? They're a fucking news network. Alright, this is blending the news and entertainment. This is what's fucking up. It's not, that's not what's fucking up the world. It's what's helping fuck up the world. 
okay? There's news, there's shit you should know, shit that's important in the world, and then there's entertainment, shit that you watch to get joy out of, shit that you watch because it's interesting content, and, and it might be a little thought-provoking. It's supposed to be art. The news is not fucking art. All right? Countdown, uh, the ball, the ball drop at midnight, and having Jenny McCarthy goddamn molest fucking uh, our goddamn men and women and soldiers at, at the age of 60. I don't know how the fuck old Jenny McCarthy is, but I know that bitch was 30 when she was on Singled Out. All right, she got to be pushing her late 50s now. All right, and she does not look bad, but she's fucking old. All right, get some new pussy out there to, to strut around in front of the camera. All right, we don't want Jim Carrey's retreads. Anyway, I, I'm off track. Anyway, um, yeah, we don't need that. All right, so, and, and, and I'm consistent on this. I didn't have a podcast then. I didn't think Don Imus should have been fired. Or, or punished for calling uh, the, the women of Ruggers nappy-headed hoes. Not because they were nappy-headed hoes or anything like that. I just don't think when somebody's trying to be funny, when a public per- personality or anybody really is trying to be funny and they tell a shitty joke, that they should get fired for that shitty joke. Okay, people say offensive shit. Alright? And sometimes in the attempt to be edgy or funny, you say some dumb shit out your mouth. And yeah, People had a right to push back. Uh, and and that's where it should be. I think. Now, there's occasions where somebody just comes up like... Uh, people say that Kramer lost his career because he yelled nigga a bunch of times in the comedy club. No, he lost his career because during that time, he couldn't come up with anything better than nigga. He just wasn't funny. Alright, and people realize, like, oh, he was funny in the show and he had other people writing for him. But is he worth, you know, whatever bad will we're going to engender by doing it? No. Oh. Uh, you know, uh, and people bring up, uh, what's his name? Mara, the owner of the Giants. He wrote a letter, uh, basically confirming what everybody knew. Uh, the owners of the, the owners in the NFL blackballed um, Colin Kaepernick for his stance because of all the things that NFL fans could not stand. They could not stand his protest, uh, him not standing for the national anthem. Uh, they threatened to never buy season tickets, not come to a game, not watch or whatever if any team signed Colin Kaepernick. A bunch of the owners, all old white dudes, uh, didn't like it. Uh, basically, uh, put it out that if any of their players did try to do that shit, they would uh they would get in trouble. And you know when you and then of course you know people were like, so you can beat women, be accused of rape, kill people, um, because there are a couple people kill people and still play in the NFL, uh, fight dogs, do all this other shit and get a second chance. Uh, but God forbid you, uh, legally protest, uh, during an NFL game. That's a bridge too far. Um, which says a lot about NFL fans. Uh, it says a lot about America. Um, says a lot about the owners. And I honestly don't watch as much football as I used to because the game's kind of fucking boring now. Um, but yeah, it's it's garbage. But I'm bringing up this to say people will be like, "Well, you know, there's a, uh, you know, it's different, you know." Uh, you know, Colin Kaepernick was standing up for something that was right, something that was righteous. And these people just said some really offensive shit and arguably it's wrong. I mean, Kathy Griffin threatened the president. Uh, it, some indirectly threatened the president. And Bill Maher said something that he knows is, you know, racially insensitive and, and offensive. And, you know, those two things aren't the same. No, those two things aren't the same. What is the same is that 
both things offended people. And because of that offense, people are, are trying or did get them fired. Did stop them from making a living uh, doing what they've been doing for years. Um, now, nobody's guaranteed a living. Anybody can fire anybody uh, for whatever reason. I've grown up in Texas and in non-union states pretty much my whole life. Uh, I'm very aware of the fact that nobody owes anybody a job. Nobody owes anybody a living. But if you have a living and you uh, have done your job, I don't think that shit should be taken away for any other reason than you being shitty at your job. Now, arguably, Kathy Griffin is shitty. is not a great comedian. I've probably seen about 10 minutes of her stand-up. I don't think she's all that funny. Um, you know, I watched a couple Bill Maher specials. He's funny sometimes in his stand-up. I like his uh, political shows better. But, uh, or political shows more, but, you know, and Colin Kaepernick has not had a great season since that, uh, since, uh, what's his name? Harbaugh left, uh, to go coach Michigan. So we got three marginal, you know, well, I can't even call Bill Mar marginal because his show gets good ratings. People like him. Um, he sells out shows, so I can't really call him marginal, but I can say Colin Kaepernick has been fucking marginal for the last couple of years. But I can also say that there ain't 30 other fucking quarterbacks better than him in the NFL. I can think of a couple off top who he should have a shot at taking their jobs. Uh, he's young. He's in shape. Uh, he looked decent at the end of the uh, the last San Francisco season. Uh, it looks like whatever problems he was having with his arm, uh, he's working out. Uh, his legs seem to be under him again. He seems to be healthy. Uh, and he should get a shot. He should get a shot. He should get a look by an NFL team. I don't know what his salary demands are. Um, because, you know, not because of the stance, but because of injury risk. Like, it's a business. I get nobody wants to guarantee him a bunch of money and then have him, you know, not be 100%, you know, on, on the field. I get that. But to blackball him because he did something you socially didn't like, but that was 100% legal, but you'll give fucking Greg Hardy a goddamn look, you know, you know, Ben Roethlisberger was never convicted, but goddamn, four accusations of rape. And I realize Ben Roethlisberger is a great fucking quarterback, but come the fuck on. Like, you know, um, this culture of of getting rid of people or trying to make people disappear when you disagree with them, it's fucking horseshit. Stop being a bitch. All right, offensive language. Yes, it's offensive. Um... And nobody has the right to not be offended. And nobody's telling you not to be offended. Be offended. But be vocal about it. And voice your displeasure with what they're saying at the time to that person. Uh, you know, if you don't think they should have a platform, organize. Uh, or, better yet, build your own platform. And let the, let the, let the uh, marketplace idea win out. But taking somebody's platform over a joke, over something that's not funny, uh, something that was intended to be funny that's not funny, I don't, I don't know. I feel a certain kind of way about it. And then somebody's going to, you know, I, I can see, because Louis C.K. says nigga all the time. Uh, fucking uh, Quentin Tarantino. I think he purposely tries to set the record for the amount of niggas that said in in his movies, um, you know it's it's you know people people say offensive shit. People say offensive shit about about Hispanics. You know, I live in Texas. When I worked at a grocery store, I I heard the word wet back every every other day. Um, people say offensive shit about Jews. People always say offensive shit about gay people, uh, trans whatever all them alphabets 
not doing the fucking alphabet thing. I mean, really, a, a slight dig. I, I watch, um, I watch uh, Everyday Struggle with with Joe Budden and DJ Academics. Every time they say pause, it's like a slight dig. It's not major, but it is a dig at fucking homosexuals. Nobody has a fucking problem with it. Nobody's trying to take their fucking job. And nobody should. Alright? We had a right to make fun of it. We had a right to make fun of people. People had a right to disagree. To to do whatever. Do what you do. But goddamn, like... You know... We, we know the difference between... Uh, hate speech, inciting a riot. You know... Uh, trying to cause violence trying to cause disharmony and somebody just telling a shitty joke like you know have some perspective use some fucking common sense you know I I feel like we're just fucking sliding down this goddamn slope to the point I'm not one of the people oh, we can't say anything no you can say whatever the fuck you want I think everybody should be able to say whatever the fuck they want and they just have to fucking stand behind their words. Stand on what you say. It's not that fucking hard. Because if you don't believe in it, you shouldn't be fucking saying it. If you can't stand on what you say, then don't fucking talk. You know, and, and fucking stop apologizing when you don't mean it. Alright? Alright? That shit sounds it sounds stupid. It's insincere. Nobody fucking cares, and, and and honestly, people lose respect for you when you do it. Cause I lost some respect for for Kathy Griffin and fucking Bill Maher, especially Bill Maher, cause Bill Maher is always the one talking about, you know, telling his audience, "Oh, get over it," and people grown. You know, I've never heard like Corey Holcomb says offensive shit all the time. I've never heard once heard him fucking apologize. All right, he talks about abortions and 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 and, and he, you know misogynistic humor and all this other shit. And yeah, it's fucking offensive. But the other thing is, is that most of the time it's funny. That's the thing is that if you're gonna really go that route, like Louis C.K., whenever he tells, whenever he says a word, nigga, it's 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 it's, it's in a funny context. Like, and if Bill Maher's gonna tell a slavery joke, goddammit, it better be fucking funny. If you're gonna tell a joke about killing the president, goddammit, it better be fucking funny. Kathy Griffin. Alright? And if Jason Whitlock's fat fucking ass is gonna get out there and cape up, you better have your fucking facts straight and you better have a legitimate fucking point. Because people are gonna fucking call you the goddamn task. People are gonna question you. And they should. Nobody's above being questioned. And and it's just... I don't know. No, I think maybe we should just... Stop putting these fucking media people on goddamn pedestals. Expecting them to be more than what they are. Just fucking people. They're just goddamn people. I don't know. But that was my rant. Uh, I'm trying hard not to feel like I'm caping up. But no, fuck it. I am. I'm caping up for goddamn freedom. Like, I like being able to fucking get on here and say whatever the fuck I want to say. But honestly, part of it is because I'm not, I'm not nobody. Nobody gives a fuck what I say. Honestly. Anonymity is my fucking freedom. Like, nobody knows who the fuck I am. And, uh, nobody really gives a shit. Maybe when I get bigger, maybe I'll feel it. Maybe I'll feel a different way. If I get sponsored by Tide and Tide is like, well, you can't really say that. We're going to have to pull the ads. Maybe I will feel a different way. I don't know. Probably not. I would like to think not. Because this is one of those situations where I'd be like, eh. If is my integrity on the line, uh, as opposed to a goddamn check. I would like to think this. I would like to think that I, I would 
always choose my integrity and my independence over a check. But I've never really had a really big check, so who knows? Shit, maybe I'll get fat and put on a fedora and I'll become uh, Jason Whitlock Part 2. I hope not, though. Because I like being able to look down and see my dick and my feet. I think I think the only thing Jason Whitlock's been able to see when he looks down is some sagging titties, uh, one chest hair, and his fucking shadow with his fat fucking ass. Um, yeah, so that'll be it. Uh, do I have anything else? Oh, um, yeah, I think next episode, I think I might explore... Why 2016, 2017 might be one of the greatest periods in hip hop ever. But I had to do a little more research into it. Um, but yeah, that might be coming up soon. Um, so I'm going to end this. Uh, and of course, uh, you know, as always. Shout out to Pod and Family, uh, Pod Squad, Pod Echo, Tripod, Podmosphere, uh, all hashtags and ats on uh, Twitter and Instagram that keep this community going. Uh, shout out to Hashtag Blackout Podcast. Uh, happy 50th, fellas. Uh, I want to say uh, shout out to Q the Great, uh, the Critical Dump. Uh, Brandon Ramblings with Rob, uh, Justin Time Podcast, uh, the Dope Science Show. I'm glad to hear that we got a young lady out there uh, doing a show about science. We need more women involved in STEM and uh, in science. Well, we need more people, but women especially, because uh, my sister happens to be a chemical engineer, and I love to see uh, young ladies going out there and. Uh, Using their brains to stay off that goddamn pole, um, cause let's be, let's face it, you know, uh, it, you know, the stay off the fucking pole. Uh, but to the ladies who are on the pole, I love y'all too. Y'all just make shitty decisions, and uh, I, I might see you on Sunday. Um. Anyway, um, where was I? Oh, shout outs. Uh, what is TWS, the White Pants Society? I think that's what it's called, the White Pants Society. Uh, shout out to them. Uh, just shout out to all the podcasters out there uh, still doing it. Uh, Morning Neurosis uh, with Juliet Miranda, who loves, uh, who's a fan of, of uh, Charles Bukowski, one of my favorite authors. Uh, shout out to her and uh, David, the producer. Uh, they do a great show. Uh, uh, S. Anthony Thomas. I haven't shouted him out in a while, but uh, shout out to that man. And uh, yeah, man, we gonna keep this rolling as long as I got thoughts on the mic. I'm gonna get on here and uh, talk shit on the mic. Uh, hopefully, me and Jeremy will get together and do another whatever man podcast. Uh, he's going through some issues. Well, fuck, we both going through some goddamn issues. I went camping. I fucking hate camping. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's pretending to be homeless, and I don't know why the fuck I why the fuck anybody want to do that shit. Uh, I mean, I've done it while I was in the Marines. I wasn't in love with it then, but it, you know, uh, camping, camp, public camping grounds are, are terrible. They're terrible, okay? Uh, because they tell you that there's toilets in the shower. Not really. Now when you got to share it with 500 motherfuckers and nobody comes and cleans them, uh, it's garbage. One fucking shower in a part where they got like 500 goddamn campsites and RVs and all this other shit. It's terrible, okay? The fucking porta potties stink. They got goddamn bees and wasps nests in them. All right? It's fucking horrible, Okay? I'm all for going to the lake, swimming for a little while, barbecuing, drinking a couple beers, and going to fuck home. Why the fuck do I want to sleep outside? It's fucking terrible. It's goddamn terrible. Um, 
And speaking of the podcast, uh, I went ahead and did it. Uh, we uh, added Google Voice. So we now officially have a number that you guys can call or text, uh, leave us a voicemail or a text message. Uh, like I said, I love feedback. We love feedback. Uh, this is going to be for both podcasts. I'll announce it the next time we do uh, or whatever, man, with uh, me and Jerm. Uh, so the number is uh, 203-842-8763. That's 203-VAT-POD. Uh, so call, leave us a message. I haven't set up the goddamn voicemail yet. Uh, I haven't left a message, but trust me, if you call, you get through. Uh, we'll shout you out on the next episode. Because, uh, you know, we want to hear from you. And if this makes it easier than getting on Twitter or doing whatever, uh, we want to hear your voice. We want to know what you think. Uh, if you agree, disagree, if you want to tell me to go fuck myself, go ahead. Uh, I'm probably going to say go fuck you too. Uh, but hey, I'm all for it. Um, so yeah, shout out. That's what I think. Fuck Jason Whitlock. Uh, and yeah, man, cape up. If you're going to cape up, cape up for what's right, cape up for freedom. Uh, and, uh, that's it. I'll, uh, I'll holler. Talking about something deep, Holmes, like, what is life, Holmes? What is it about? Talking, do we just go in the ground, or is there something after all this stuff, Holmes? Like, what is later, Holmes? Holmes?